you're listening to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, and my co-host is Chris Kay. Following our most recent episode where we did Alice in Chains' Greatest Hits, we're sticking around the Pacific Northwest area, and while this band that we're going to discuss today predates the Seattle grunge scene, they are still no less important to its history. Today, we give you Metal Church's Greatest Hits. While the band technically formed in San Francisco, California in 1980, it wasn't until 1983 when Kurt Vanderhoof enlisted vocalist David Wayne and drummer extraordinaire Kirk Harrington that the band released their demo titled Four Hymns that Metal Church would officially take shape. Forty years later, the band is still committed to releasing new music and expect to have a new album out by the fall of this year. So Chris and I will choose 15 songs each from their 12-album discography. Any songs duplicated automatically make the list. Whichever songs were not, we'll debate to see which ones make the final cut. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order for the ultimate Metal Church Greatest Hits. So Chris, we haven't talked much about Metal Church, and and I know that um, a lot of people like metal church but metal church is not someone that's like you know not a group that's going to be on someone's top 20 list every single time um but i have known them since their first album was released on electra not when they when they self-released it so i think it was 1987 or something like that or 86 um how did you kind of get into metal church if if you've gotten into any of it at all i would say uh, VH1 classic music videos. Um, most of that being from probably Blessing in Disguise and Human Factor kind of time period. Um, my cow was definitely my metal church singer, the one that I, I saw and recognized the most. Um, I really didn't listen to a whole lot of them during the Ronnie Monroe era. Um, and then obviously the earlier stuff was kind of lost on me for the most part, but I do remember seeing some stuff about the first album on some of those old, you know, VH1 classic shows and, and uh, maybe some stuff on MTV. But for the most part, I would say this is one band that's kind of gone under the radar for me. And I think most of it's due to, they just have so much upheaval in their lineup that it was hard for me to like, you know, step in at one point and say like, oh, well, I really like this band because every time I heard them, they sounded a little different. Right. I, I get that. And uh, just to make a correction, the the um, debut album from them came out, was reissued in 1985 by Electra Records. So that's about, okay. I probably got into them around 86. Um, but I got into them sort of like as, you know, by reading, you know, back in the day and when I was growing up, they had magazines that you had to go to a magazine shop to go buy, you know? So, you know, I, I had to scrounge up whatever two or $3 I may have had and, you know, go to the store and slap down, you know, whatever money it costs, a hundred dollar 50 or whatever it was. Uh, and I would buy circus magazine, hit parader magazine, sometimes cream if they had a kiss cover on it. Uh, but it was mostly uh, circus and hip Raider that had a, mostly metal. And then, then came Metal Edge, so I would get that one too. Hey, so, I had a subscription to uh, Heavy Metal Magazine. That one I never got into. Um, but So that's how I, I uh, got into Metal Church, you know, seeing the ads. And you know, then, of course, uh, they were on the same label as Metallica. And so there was advertisements and all that stuff. But I've I've... And I really, really dug the first album. The second album came out, and I was like, "All right, this is pretty cool." You know, I I didn't have a problem with the with David Wayne as a singer, um, but then um, the next thing I see, you know, they they take a couple years break, I think it was, and release "Blessing in Disguise," and it's a different singer, different voice altogether. The and even the kind of the style in which they were playing um, was a little different. And uh, it was, I don't know if it was better at the time for me, but it was, it was different, you know, and, and they had that single for Badlands that, that's on MTV all the time. So it, it was, it was quite different, but I always stuck with them. Like I, I, I listened to their stuff. I, I was excited when the new albums would come out, but I, they kind of lost me after the human factor. Mm. And I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I I gave up on the band to some degree. 
I gave up on them when they released Hanging in the Balance. Um, and after literally listening to it yesterday and today, um, I, I say to myself, wow, you know, I missed out on this. I mean, I have the CD in my collection, but I never listened to it. And, and I, I say I missed out on it because I want to start listening to it. I'm like, there's some pretty decent songs on here. You know, if you're a metal church fan. And so I was kind of disappointed in myself. But then again, the cover is so bad. Yeah, it would turn off a lot of people. I mean, it's so bad. It's one of the worst covers. And it's not one of those where it's a cover that that is like piecemealed together, like the early Accept cover, you know, or or just a, such a lame picture of like Aerosmith from their first album. You know, nothing that, you know, like that. It was worse because it was actually a chosen picture that they put on there or, or actually a drawing, a cartoon. And I think that's what really turned me off to it. It's got this cartoon of a fat, you know, overweight person. Uh, with, it's even more than that. It's she's like a mutant. You know, it, like, she's mutant. She's got you know spiked hair, and it's just really weird. And to me, the music inside does not represent anything that the cover is is trying to show. So I, it turned me off. I was like, oh, what is this? this? I mean, are they turning into a joke at this point? You know, I knew they had already been dumped by Sony Music at that point because uh, they got picked, they got dropped by Elektra and they got picked up by Sony. They released a Human Factor and then they got dropped after that because Human Factor went nowhere, even though that's a pretty good album. You know, I was just like totally surprised by that. And so I kind of dropped off the, they, they dropped off my radar at that point. And I was like, eh, whatever. But then, you know, I picked up on, you know, they released albums in the 2000s. I said, oh, let me check this out. And some of them were pretty good. Um, they weren't horrible, um, but they were, they were decent and they were recorded well. Um, and I'm not talking about like that, that, what what uh, Kurt Vanderhoof describes as disaster piece, the masterpiece album with uh, the reunion of with David Wayne, but mm-hmm. it was you know the albums that with Ronnie Monroe were actually de- recorded very well. They sound great. Um, the songs were decent and they got better as time went along. But then Ronnie left and then Mike Howe came back and they made some pretty good albums with Mike. So that's pretty cool. And unfortunately, Mike. Uh, passed away a couple years ago uh, by his own hand and that's that's sad in, in its way and you and I talked about that so we don't need to talk about it anymore um, but in fact today at, as we are recording this they announced that they have a new singer named Mark Lopez and he is taking over vocal duties for Metal Church and they will be putting together a new album that should come out later this year so that's pretty cool yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, that we were just talking about this. In fact, like earlier today, we kind of mentioned, you know, boning up on some of the, the, the timeline and stuff like that. Um, you know, Wikipedia isn't always the best source for all information, but it does have some good stuff on bands as far as, you know, timeline, etc. And you always got to fact check all that stuff. But at the same time, we, we looked at it earlier today and it was there. And then this afternoon, the timeline's gone because I guess they're working on it. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's get into this Metal Church's Greatest Hits. But before I do that, let me go ahead and give you a, a little quick breakdown of what uh, Metal Church has done in their career. They have 12 studio albums, three live albums, one compilation, which that compilation is more like a studio album because it contains a bunch of leftovers and B-sides from the Damned If You Do album, which was the last album with My Cow. Uh, it also has some live tracks, some covers, and oddly enough, bonus tracks, which I don't really, I don't know how you can sit there and say those are bonus tracks if they're part of the album. I, I never understood that. Yeah. So there was a while where there was it was more of a marketing thing to say things were bonus tracks, etc. Right. And so uh, Metal Church has had a bunch of lineup changes. We've talked about that um, right now with um, with the vocalists. David Wayne was their first out. Uh, David Wayne was their first singer, and he appeared on three albums. Um, the first two, and then the the reunion album masterpiece. Mike Howe was on five albums, uh, along with the From the Vault Camp compilation and Ronnie Monroe on four and one other thing to note 
John Marshall was their guitar player at one point. And if anybody out there knows who John Marshall is, he is the six foot seven inch guitar player um, from Seattle who actually filled in for James Hetfield on two different occasions um, when James Hetfield injured himself. The first occasion was when he broke his arm during the Master of Puppets tour. And the second occasion is when he burned himself uh when, when James burned himself during the uh, Guns N' Roses Metallica tour in 1992. Mm, okay. Yeah, so John's pretty cool. He's a good, he's a good guitar player. But anyhow, um, let's move on with this. Let's get uh, going with this uh, these 15 songs. All right, so I did all the firsts last week, so you get to do all the firsts this week. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Right. So as we traditionally do this, I'm I'm not going in any particular order other than chronological. Uh we'll eventually put this into concert set list order like we usually do. Uh but starting off with my number 1 is Beyond the Black. Um and then I've got Gods of Wrath and Battalions all from the first Metal Church album, the self-titled. Um I've got Ton of Bricks from The Dark. Fake Healer and Badlands from Blessing in Disguise. In Mourning and In Harm's Way from The Human Factor. Gods of a Second Chance and Waiting for a Savior from Hanging in the Balance. I've got Sunless Sky from The Weight of the World. I've got Reset, No Tomorrow, and Signal Path from Eleven. And The Black Things from Damned If You Do. All right, well, that um, there is definitely... Uh, some crossover there. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty surprised with your list. Um, I like it though. Um, my list slightly different, but there's some similarities in some places. <laughs> some similarities in places I didn't think there was going to be any similarities really. But okay, that's always a surprise when we we think that the other is not gonna like the same things, and then we end up <laughs> you know <laughs> on the same page. Right. Okay, so let's read off my uh, my 15, okay, and it's basically in chronological order. Um, so number one for me is Metal Church from the Metal Church album. Number two, God's Wrath from Metal Church. Number three, Tons of Bricks from The Dark and Start the Fire is number four from The Dark. Number five, Watch the Children Pray from The Dark. And number six, Fake Healer. Number seven, Badlands, both off of Blessing in Disguise. Number eight, and number nine, Human Factor and In Harm's Way from The Human Factor. Number 10, No Friend of Mine from Hanging in the Balance. Number 11, Blinded by Life from A Light in the Dark. Number 12, Breathe Again from This Present Wasteland. Number 13, Generation Nothing from the Generation Nothing album. Number 14, For No Reason from The Vault. And number 15, Conductor Redo from The Vault. I had nothing from 11 and Damned If You Do because I thought that the two songs that I picked from, and this is my opinion, that I picked from The Vault, and actually several songs from The Vault, were better than the things that they put out on 11 and Damned If You Do. But that's just my opinion. I mean, that's fair. I, I actually ended up really liking 11. I thought that was one of their better albums, to be honest. I I, I think so, too. I mean, it, w- it was one of these things where I, I didn't feel, because I was running out of things, because I found some other songs in the middle from the Ronnie Monroe era that I thought were pretty good. And then I was like, well, I'm running out of space for this Mike, the second Mike Howe era. And then I realized that the stuff, well, for me at least, the stuff from, from The Vault, I actually thought was, was better. And the ver- their redo of conductor to me is a much better version than what came out on hanging in the balance. Mm. Okay. Oh, wow. We got a, we got a fight tonight. Yep. Oh, I know one song. I know I'm going to keep <laughs> already the rest. I, I have one song. The rest of them are up for grabs. Okay. Okay, well, now we're at the point where we have to decide which 15 songs. We have five songs that crossed over, so we actually have 10 places. So this is going to go on for a couple of rounds here, but the way it's going to work, if you haven't listened before or if you're new to this, um, we're basically, our first round, we are going to pick 
uh, one song from our own list that we want to keep. Round two is we're going to drop a song from our own list that we that we want we're okay with getting rid of. Then round three, we're going to pick a song from each other's list to keep. And then round four, we're going to pick a song from each other's list to drop. And then round five, six, seven, and eight, we start all over again until we fill everything up. So we have 10 to fill. So there you go. Um, you get to go first in the song you want to keep. Hmm. Okay. Um, this might be tough, you know, because th- we usually don't have this l- small amount of, of um, crossover, you know. It makes it more imperative to pick the songs that you really want because there's a high chance that they can get dropped, right? That, yeah, as as evidenced by Alter Bridge not having their biggest hit single <laughs> on our greatest hits. <laughs> Uh, I still laugh at that one. Oh, um, I, that's why I have to continue to rem- to, to say it because it's just so funny. Um, I mean, it's happened other times, but it wasn't as dramatic as that one was for me. Yeah, for real, yeah. Um, let's see. You know, I don't have much. I, I only had one song from the Ronnie Monroe era. Um, and it's a really good one. Like, honestly, I think Sunless Sky of all the, all the songs of that era that I heard was really good. Um, one that I, that I picked up on immediately, just the guitar work is really awesome. It's a little bit slower track. Um, and I think it kind of fits the whole vibe. And to me being the only song that I picked from that era, I think represented it very well. So I'm, I'm going to pick Sunless Sky. Okay, Sunless Sky, you pick. All right. Well, for me, um, we we have. I have to pick the song because this is this is one of my songs that's really up there for me, and it is the the self titled track "Metal Church" from their their self titled debut. So that's what I'm picking. Okay. Now, from from here on in, I don't really care what what comes and goes, <laughs> but well, it was just that one song yeah, you had I, to I, have on I, your list. <laughs> yeah, I had, and it was funny because I was afraid. Like, like there was a point where when we were talking, and you and you kept mentioning to me that you weren't into that first album that much, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to pick God's well, Wrath because I want that, the, I want the God's Wrath because that's like that's really up there for me as well. That was also my mistake in saying, because I, I mixed up the first two albums, if you'll remember our, right. our conversation. Obviously, the listeners can't, you know, hear the earlier conversation, but uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not super familiar with Metal Church. I, I remember hearing them. There were certain songs I liked. I've always really liked Human Factor. Um, you know, I think... <sighs> Regarding one episode we had a long time ago, I think we talked about Human Factor for something, and uh, I, I that was one that stuck out to me mainly because I saw the music videos from that album. But, um, but yeah, like I I kind of mixed up the first two albums, thinking that the Dark came first. I don't know why. It would make sense that the self-titled debut would probably be first, right? So, um, all right. So I got to pick one to drop, huh? Um, I think I'm probably going to pick something off of 11 to drop. Um, I'm going to drop no tomorrow. Okay. And hope that one of the others makes it on. I'm, I'm pretty sure one of the others will make it on. Okay. From my list to drop, I think I'm going to, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm leaving some of the later stuff um, to to keep on there um, to see how it how it plays out. But I'm gonna go ahead and drop "Start the Fire" from the Dark. Um, but we we kind of mentioned it earlier when we were talking about it. That's kind of like one of those songs where it's almost too groovy and too too poppy ish for mm. what Metal Church was like. Yeah, it to me it didn't fit very well. Honestly, the Dark was an album that I when listening to it for this, you know, over the last week, I just, I didn't really 
vibe with it too much because it felt more like they were trying to be a bit more commercial than they were on the first album. And um, I don't know. I just, it didn't appeal to me. So I, what was the, what was the big single off of the dark? Watch um, the children pray. Didn't like that song. I tried. I, I listened to it multiple times. <laughs> As evidenced by it not being on your list. <laughs> yeah, but, but there was other songs that I liked that I had a hard time, you know, kind of. I, I had to cut this one down because I had about 20 songs on there that I thought, you know, could, could be on the list. But um, so, all right. Um, so I guess it is my time to pick one of your songs. Yes, one of my songs to keep. Um, hmm. So between the ones that you have, um, the one that immediately stuck out to me uh, from your list was Human Factor. So I think that's the one I'm going to pick. I do like Conductor. Uh, that album, as you said, I, th- I really feel it's underrated. But um, I think we'll have more opportunities to put that on. Uh, like I said, immediately human factor stuck out to me so i'm gonna go with that one okay that sounds good i have no problem with that since it was obviously on my list since it was on your (laughs) list (laughs) (laughs) all right um and similarly you have a song on your list that stuck out to me that i kind of was gonna put on and i'm like oh crap i'm running out of room here um so and that, and and the running out of room came about that I, I realized that there were a lot more songs that I liked um, from the from the later time period the Ronnie Monroe and and the the second Mike Howe period that I'm like oh you know I really just did Metal Church a disservice you know or myself a disservice for not listening to these songs but. I had to keep some of those older songs on there that filled up a lot of space. So mm-hmm. um, the one that stuck out to me is one that I was listening to earlier that I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be one of those that I want to keep on there. And it's okay. the gods of second chance. Oh, it, it got a second chance to make it on the list. It did. It did. I, I do really like that song. I think it's one of the stronger songs on that album. Um, obviously since I picked it, but um it it's a really cool track. Just um, kind of surprised me as maybe you know up there towards the top of of the songs that I like from the band. So, all right. Well, now it's time for you to pick a song from my list that you want to kill. <laughs> all right. So, I'm not gonna drop conductor. I can tell you that right off the bat. Um, at the time being, not gonna drop generation nothing. I think it's. It's a decent song, uh, maybe, maybe kind of from that era that that um, some of the songs come off as being a little bit overly edgy, but I'm still okay with it. I think "Blinded by Life" is a really good track. That was that was one that was in my like twenty tracks, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that on there at least. You're telling me all the songs that I got to sit there and try and save <laughs> when it comes time. <laughs> Basically. Um, so. I, I, Man, I don't know how you feel about this song. Obviously, I mean, you had it on your list. But like I said earlier, I don't I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to have to drop what the ch- or watch the children pray. I knew I you would pick that one. I knew it. I, <laughs> I know it's one of their bigger hits, but I don't I, maybe it's a it's one of those time contextual things. No, it's it's exactly. I mean, we as I mentioned to you earlier when you told me that you didn't really uh, like the song too much. It's it's really a song that was designed. You said it yourself. The album felt more commercial, and it totally was a song that they put in there a ballad that you know it it needed to be something that would attract people to buy the album. Yeah. Right now, it it was a hit for them, and even then, like they re, they went ahead and re-recorded it in two thousand six with Ronnie Monroe singing. 
So, um, and it's not a bad version, but again, it, it, it so it's a little drier. It's got more of the modern production that 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 Kurt Vanderhoof li- uh, likes to use. Okay. So it's it's much different than than the, the version, I guess, much different sounding than the version that uh, is on uh, the dark. But I I get it. I'm I'm like I said, I'm not heartbroken by it. I did like the song, or I do like the song, but not heartbroken by the fact that we're dropping it. Okay. I, 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 that makes me happy because I, I do tend to like the more metal sounding songs from them. And I, I'm not saying that one's not. It's just not. I think they have a lot better stuff, even though that's a big hit. Well, they didn't do too many ballads at all. Yeah. So that's that's the other issue, too. That, you know, it's like it's like sitting there saying, you know, uh, in in when when Slayer released South of Heaven, there was like one slow song. And when I say slow song, we're talking like a ballad. You would never have thought that Slayer would do that. But you could tell that they're trying to be commercial if they did. Sort of like what yeah. they did when they tried to be, um, you know, new metal. But at the same time, trying to be new metal, they were still at least Slayer. But no. Yeah, Metal Church just wasn't uh, a ballad kind of band. Never have been. You know, sometimes I forget that Slayer has those albums. <laughs> like just, I, like the I time just of kind life, of you just in, want to disappear. I just live in that pocket of the you know like the the, the early albums, and I forget that they released some really bad ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Diabolus <laughs> and music. I'm looking at you. <laughs> All right, I got to drop a song off your list. All right. Okie dokie, Smokey. Um, we've got a couple of songs from this album already, so I think we're going to have to drop this one song. Uh, at first I thought, you know, maybe I'll keep it. People like it, but, um, we've already got two songs from this album, so I don't think we can have three. Um, so I'm dropping in morning. Okay. I'll I'll take that one being that we we put human factor up there. Um I do prefer in morning a bit, but at the same time it it doesn't break my heart either way. Yeah, I had to me personally, I had to take date with poverty off the list. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, that's a that's a really good album. It is it's it's a very good album that did not get a lot of promotion by Sony. So you know, what that's the one thing that I didn't understand. You're going to sign a band and then you just don't put any promotion behind it. It was very little promotion whatsoever. I'm like it's got it was strong, but as as we you and I have talked about the the, the style of lyrics in some cases that because he goes back and forth, Mike Howe, the style of lyrics that those the first few songs on Human Factor are storytelling, and it's it's long sentences and stuff like that, and it's different. You know, like Date with Poverty is definitely one of those kinds of songs, but there's there's a a goofy factor to it because at the end he starts saying these jokes. You know, because I'm so broke, you know, I can't even afford to pay attention. It's like we've heard that joke a million times. You know, maybe not so much a million times in 1992, but, you know, it's one of those, you know, it, it, it was to, unnecessary. You're right in in that, that, you know, that description. But there's also a factor of, you know, some of these record companies, especially back then, did, man, they just they really think people are stupid. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, people are stupid. Don't don't get me wrong. People are real stupid, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they 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 don't think people can listen to something that is more complicated that that is more um, interesting. They just want that instant hit that 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 you know what will pop into your brain. But there are songs like one from Metallica. I mean, you know, I think we always have to throw in at least one Metallica reference per episode, right? <laughs> but like. Songs that's in, like that's one, in my contract. <laughs> that will that will and and I use them as a, as an example because they they are one of the biggest, if not the biggest, metal band in the world, right? So, um, that song, I I think most people know that are into metal at all. I mean, I would say people that I've known that aren't 
metalheads know that song. So it's not impossible that a song that doesn't just have like one hook that people go, go back to can can catch on that that a story can be told and i and and i think record companies screwed over so many bands that wanted to do something beyond unskinny bob you know right exactly and and, and the other thing too so i don't know if it, if if it was uh these professional decisions that they made cuz you you talk about electro records had Blessing in Disguise. Blessing in Disguise had Badlands. It was a pretty, pretty decent song on MTV for them. But I don't think that the, it didn't blow the doors off of, of, of um, the, you know, record sales. And that, if you listen to it really carefully, is a very proggy kind of album for them. It's, 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 it's advanced metal mm-hmm. for that time period. And... You know, then all of a sudden they, they're probably told, "Hey, you got to dumb it down a little bit," and so they got dropped and picked up by Sony, and still dumbed down. You know, the Human Factor comes out, which is really straightforward, right? And you could tell it's not what was on Blessing in Disguise, but yet at the same time, it was still a very good album. So I yeah. don't know what the record company was expecting at that point, but regardless. That's just, so we, we dropped in morning, and so now um, it's yeah. your turn to pick a song pick one off to of keep. your list. For it right, to keep from your list. Yes. Okay. Hmm. This is a tough one because there's two songs that I'd like to keep, um, but in order for me to get one on from eleven, uh, I'm gonna go with Signal Path. That was a song that instantly stuck out to me. Um, really like the groove to it. It's almost jazzy at moments. Um, yeah, just one that I really like. It it it's one you can just put on and head headbang to. I think it's it's always just based on the timeline of when it come out or came out. I think it's always going to be one maybe that's overlooked, but maybe this will give some of you a chance to to you know hone in on it and listen to it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I I listened to it earlier. I mean, it, it's a good album, but what what to me was there was nothing so outstanding for me from either one of those albums because they're like they're all kind of really good, but they're not necessarily good enough to say that they're greatest hits. That that was just the way I looked at it. You know, it's kind of weird. Hmm. But then when I started listening to From the Vault, I'm like, well, this song's better to me. You know. And so I was like, oh, I got to pick this one. But that was that. <laughs> so Fair enough. All right. So now it's turn. It's my turn to pick a song off my list I want to keep. So since you threw out three big hints at me, <laughs> um, as, and it also one song that you weren't, you're on the fence for that I really, really like, um, because we're going to get down to making some tough decisions pretty soon. Yeah, we got five slots left right now. We got five slots left. And... Hmm. It's it's up... You know, I, I for a second there, I had the song. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to go straight for this song. And then I thought, oh, wait, but I want this other song. Hmm. Maybe. So... No, we're gonna go back to my original thought. We're going. I'm keeping Generation Nothing. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> so Generation Nothing. When I first heard it, I mean, it immediately was attracted to the song, and I don't know what happened because I knew Mike Howe was not in the picture at that time. Yeah. But I don't have no idea how it is now that I look, go back and listen to it. I continue to think that it's Mike Howe singing. You know. Because hmm. it's, I mean, it's it doesn't close. really sound like it, but yeah, they, I mean, they have similar range, they have similar styles, but it it doesn't sound directly like him. But it's not a it's not a difference like Bon Scott and Brian Johnson. So. <laughs> no, no, I mean, they both have a similar kind of uh, way of singing that kind of comes across very similar, and sometimes Ronnie would sing in a little higher register, which was closer to Mike's. Yeah. And and Mike rarely sang in a lower register, so 
I when I first started listening to Generation Nothing again to do the research for this, I'm started thinking, man, Mike's really singing low, you know, <laughs> first <laughs> couple funny. songs, and then you know I got to Generation Nothing. I'm, oh yeah, this you know this is a song, and then I'm like, oh shit, this is not Mike. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so now it is time for you to pick a song off your own list to drop. All right, one song to drop. Um, let's see. Ah, man, that's a tough one, but I think I'm going to go with Beyond the Black. It's a cool song, really cool intro, um, but there's a couple that I, I'd prefer make it on if they get the chance Mm -hmm. i was looking at that same song for you to drop too um okay so now i gotta drop a song off of my list that uh i'm willing to give away (laughs) okay um we have one song from hanging balance but we have other songs from hanging in the balance that are not necessarily from Hanging in the Balance. And I'm talking about Conductor, but I also have a song called No Friend of Mine on my list that's from Hanging in the Balance. So, for right now, I'm stuck here with, with what song I want to pick, but I'm going to go ahead and drop For No Reason from The Vault. It hurts me because I, I really think that those first bunch of songs that are on there are really good. Um, but... There's other songs that I think I want to keep more. Okay. All right. So we are at me picking one from your list. Uh, Yes, that you want to keep. Hmm. All of the ones you have left, I think, are really good. Um, I mean, I have to go with my first instinct, right? Um, Let's go with Conductor off of Hanging in the Balance. It's a good so track. You're, keep, you're keeping that one, right? I am keeping Conductor. All right, so we're at seven songs now. Um, so I have to pick a song off your list I'm going to keep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and keep Reset. Okay. That's a really cool intro track. Yes. So now we have chosen eight songs. We have two spots left. We have six songs to go. So the next round, we're dropping songs off of each other's list, right? And uh, then after that, it's uh, the last two songs we we pick will automatically drop two others. So now we're dropping, we're dropping two songs off each other's list. Your turn. Two songs? No, I'm, well, well, we're I just mean, one song, right? It's okay. one song each. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know that's how we were playing this. Um, okay. No. Nah. Um, man, dropping a song off of your list because you have some good choices, honestly. Um, but see, this one hurts. This one's gonna hurt. <laughs> Blinded by life is really cool. I just don't like the vocals all that much. I don't know what it is about what he's doing on this this particular song, but it there are times where he gets it's he sounds great, and then there are other times where he sounds almost like he's trying to be like a cave troll or something. Is this a song where he sounds like he cracks a couple times? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that from earlier because I, I thought the same thing. It's like, oh, this is a really cool riff, but what's with the crack? Almost, almost like a crack. You know, he wasn't yeah. completely. Uh, okay. Now, now breathe again. I think is really good. I, I that was one that that I kind of overlooked, but I I do like that song. I think it it's perfectly valid to make the list. Um, no friend of mine, man. We got we, we do have a lot of stuff from hanging in the balance already, and as much as I think like that intro is kind of cool, I think the other songs we've picked I like better. So I think. I'm dropping one from your list. I'm going to drop Blinded by Life for now. Mm, good. Okay. All right. Well, I already know which song I want to drop off of yours, so we're going to go straight to it. We're dropping, <laughs> we're dropping Battalions because we don't need anything else from the early albums. Okay. 
I think it's a really cool track. It's like super fast, almost Iron Maiden esque. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah. Right? But we have already two what two songs from that album, and we have two songs from the sec uh, from the dark, or one song from the dark. We have two songs from from Blessing in the Sky. So it's one of those things where it's kind of like, all right, we need to not have so much from the from the beginning. I got gotcha. you. All right. So now it's your turn. All right. So no, actually, now this is where we get down to business. We're picking a song each from our own list, right? Mm-hmm. And that automatically song, eliminates the other song from our list, right? So it's um, we're picking a song to to keep, right? Yes. Yeah, this one's a tough one because all right. So you have waiting for a savior and the black things. I kind of know which way you should go, but that's just me personally. And then I have no friend of mine and breathe again. Two songs I really dig. <laughs> so, what is your choice, Senor? Um, honestly, I'm gonna pick the black things off of Damned If You Do. I th- I really like that track. Um, it is some some of the best guitar work that I've heard from the band. Period. Honestly, because I I liked a couple other tracks from that album, and I had picked a different track, and then I heard this one, and I said, nope, that's the one that's going on there. So, um, I'm glad it made the list. And I was glad because Waiting for a Savior, you know, it was just like, all right, we've got enough of this already. (laughs) Yeah. So now I got to pick between No Friend of Mine and Breathe Again. All right. So by me choosing this next song, that means that the other song goes goodbye. It breaks my heart because I really kind of enjoy the song, even though I just became friends with it today. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and pick Breathe Again from This Present Wasteland to drop No Friend of Mine. Okay. Uh, I think that would be the, the one I would pick as well. So that works out very nicely. Well, we have chosen our 15 songs, and uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead and read them off? All right, so going in chronological order, uh, we've got Metal Church and Gods of Wrath from the Metal Church album, Uh, Ton of Bricks from The Dark, Fake Healer and Badlands from Blessing in Disguise, The Human Factor and In Harm's Way from The Human Factor, Gods of a Second Chance and Conductor from Hanging in the Balance, Sunless Sky from The Weight of the World, Breathe Again from This Present Wasteland, Generation Nothing from Generation Nothing, We've got Reset and Signal Path from Eleven, and The Black Things from Damned If You Do. Now, the Conductor version that I'm talking about is the one that comes off of From the Vault, which is a, it's a complete different re-recording. So. Okay. Gotcha. So it kind of kind of helps that technically on the on the listing balance, but that's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we have to put it into concert set list order. So the way that works for those of you who are new, um, we're gonna we chose our fifteen songs. We're gonna break it down into songs one through twelve are the main set. And then songs 13, 14, and 15 are the encore. So we're going to choose it that way to basically the way you would like to hear it if you were at a concert. Um, So I went first last week. So this time it's your turn to go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with an intro track. And I think Reset is the one I'm going to pick. Okay. Reset. Sounds good. I... um, I don't have a problem with that one. I actually think it's a pretty good song to, to start off with. I mean, there was another one I was looking at, but I was like, eh, we'll, we'll let that one go for now. All right. Okay. Um, God, these are all kind of similarly paced. <laughs> it's like it's one straight pace. It's like it's all it's all 180, 180 BPM throughout the entire <laughs> concert. It, it, it is a bit that way. Um <laughs> Except except for a couple of songs. Yeah. All right. Um, 
I mean, I can't go wrong pretty much with any song at this point. Um, how about the human factor? Okay. I mean, there's a couple that, yeah, you probably couldn't go wrong with, but like, there's a couple I'd like to keep towards the end. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then there's one I definitely see as kind of fitting in the middle. Um, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Number three. All right. Um, let's do let's do something from the earlier time period. Um, how about Gods of Wrath? Hmm. You think that's too early? Well, yeah, I think that's too early. I mean, I don't want to throw a veto in it. I don't want. I don't want to sway you one way or the other. I, I, I don't think I would veto it, but I, I think it's too early. Hmm. Okay. But if you want to go with it, then we'll go with it. I mean, you can use a veto. Pick something that you think fits better there. Um. What about? I mean, we, we can keep it in the same time area. Why don't we keep? What about ton of bricks? Okay. That's fine. Use your veto to... So I've officially used my veto to keep God's Wrath later. We're going to go ahead and put Ton of Bricks. So does that mean you get to pick again? Uh, Yeah. That's the way we've done it in the past. It's been a while since we've really ever used a veto, but that was basically how we did it. Um, All right, then... How about we slow it down a little bit? We do Sunless Sky. Okay. That works for me. Um, so with that said, what do you think if, if we're quote unquote picking the pace back up, what about fake healer? Um, sure. That'll work. Okay. Did you happen to catch the, or hear the fake healer with Todd on it? I did not. I'll have to listen to it. They they re-recorded that one 2017. And it, Todd, I think Todd is alternating verses with uh, with um, Mike. Okay, that's cool. Well, let's see. Um, I guess let's keep the pace going. Um, in fact, maybe a little faster with conductor. I like that there. That that um, definitely definitely uh, works. And you know, kicking up the pace there from that. Because uh, fake healer is kind of like a, a little bit of a plotter at points. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so conductor. Now, hmm, we're we're hitting that middle spot. We got a lot of middle songs to me, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you want to do generation nothing here? That's honestly what I was thinking. I keep doing that. Yeah. Um. Let's do signal path. Okay. That works for me. What do you think about the black things? I kind of want to, because of the way the song's structured, I kind of want to put that more towards the end of the main set, if you're okay with that. Okay. Um, Because it's, it's a little bit, I feel like it leads into whatever would be like kind of the closer in my mind the okay, closer so of the main you, set right so i guess are you using a veto i am he's using a veto folks okay <laughs> um i'm thinking gods of a second chance okay i can live with that all right so then how about here in this spot we throw in breathe again okay and then here we'll do the black things. So that leaves us with Metal Church, Gods of Wrath, Badlands, and In Harm's Way to select from. Okay, so with this one, we're at the end of the main set. So we have a couple of choices here. Mm. I like two songs for this spot. But the same the the same other song would be, in my opinion, would be the final spot. Okay. So, the final spot is your is your choice. So, I'm looking at 
what what I feel good about would be oh no actually no think about it um let's say okay how about we can uh either gods of wrath or badlands I'll say gods of wrath okay I'm good with gods of wrath there all right so for the encore intro I'm thinking in harm's way okay it starts off kind of slow so if, you know the lights are out it, they come out you know start right yeah. and then uh, for me it would be Badlands yes and then Metal Church yep Metal Church love that song alright we have our 15 songs in concert set list order all right, so I get to read this one off. Uh, song number one, Reset. Number two, The Human Factor. It just rolls right into a ton of bricks. Song number four would be Sunless Sky. Number five would be Fake Healer, followed by Conductor Redo. And then number seven, Generation Nothing, followed by Signal Path at eight. Number nine would be Gods of Second Chance. 10, Breathe Again. Number 11, The Black Things. And closing out the main set would be Gods of Wrath. And then the encore, we started off with In Harm's Way. Number 14 is Badlands. And then we finish off the show with the ever so maniacal Metal Church song, Metal Church. I love that song. That song's great. The drumming on it. Kirk Arrington just went nuts on that on that song playing drums. Yeah, it was it was one I I kind of debated putting on the list, and I guess I, I'm pretty glad it made it. So, yeah, because it, it you didn't put it on your list, but it ended up being the last song at a concert. Yeah, it's <laughs> cool. All right, well, that's our 15 Metal Church greatest hits. So that leads us to what we are going to pick as our big four Metal Church songs. So, I believe. It's my turn to go first, but I don't know. Is it yours or go, mine? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'll go first. Okay, so this one, my songs, I got one newish song, and then the rest of, one, the rest of them are old. So uh, here we go. Um, we talked about it. I know it wasn't one of your favorite songs, but it really attracted me when I, as soon as I heard it. Oddly enough, it's not Mike Howe singing. It's <laughs> Ronnie Monroe with Generation Nothing. Uh, that's my number four. I mean, I don't off. dislike it, but I... It, no, I know. It's just so funny because it, it's one of these songs that's like, I know there's something about it that doesn't that doesn't hit you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like other songs do, which is fine. Um, number three for me is Badlands off of Blessing in Disguise. Um the first time I heard it, it just it, it has that it's a very haunting song, and that's that's really what I like about it. I mean, that whole album has haunting tracks throughout it, and that, that that's what attracts me to that album. It's really cool, very progressive in some in a lot of cases. You know, Fake Healer is a cool song. Um, Anthem and the Strange is just literally an epic tune, and then there's also. Uh, uh, rest in peace is the story about the Titanic, which that one is is really interesting to listen to. Um, so anyhow, number two, Gods of Wrath. I it it is that it was that that right up there like was like the epitome to me of hitting the high note, sort of like the Ripper and Victim of Changes is with Rob Halford, right? This one, Gods of Wrath, it just hits that high note several times. I I love the song. Um, I actually have a demo version of it somewhere. Uh, and then number one for me, we talked about it. And it's the show closer, Metal Church, Kirk Arrington playing some crazy, insane drums on this album. I love to air drum to this song. Oh, excuse me. Kirk Arrington playing some crazy uh, drums on this song. I love to play air, air drums to the track myself. So Metal Church, my number one. Very cool. Um, so my list is going to be quite a bit different from yours. No, it has to be the same. <laughs> All right. Go on. All right. That's it for the show. Okay. Um, okay. So my number four, I mentioned I, I really like this track. Uh, the Black Things off of Damned If You Do. Um, if, if you didn't really give that one much of a listen, go ahead and give it another listen because uh, it 
it really has some amazing guitar work and and i was very impressed by the track um so my number two or sorry my number three i'm just skipping number three for some reason uh my number three is actually going to be one that didn't even make it on our list uh, as battalions off of uh, metal church i just really liked it felt like it like i said it was a, a quite a bit like um, Iron Maiden in sound and it it stuck out to me for that reason it kind of had that old uh, new wave of British heavy metal kind of vibe to it um, my number two is Fake Healer off of Blessing in Disguise really like this track a lot um, I, I can imagine you know a lot of times when you know there's a new singer in, with a band and maybe this is the first thing you heard uh, depending on you know what the airplay was etc or maybe you just you're stepping into it knowing that this is a new version of the band well i would imagine this probably gave a lot of people like that, that assurance that things were okay so um and my number one is badlands off of blessing in disguise as well um really really like this track i think it's one of the better ones i heard and uh, one that, that I will continue to listen to because I really do like this track. And Badlands was also re-recorded. Um, by, uh, it, it was released as a single in 2015. It was actually, that was the first thing that Mike did when he came back into the band. They recorded that, they re-recorded that song and put it out as a single. Gotcha. So that that was pretty cool. I was listening to it earlier because I didn't, I, and I say single, but it's a Spotify single, you know. So it's not like like it, it doesn't even show up on their singles list. It's on the on the uh, on Wikipedia page, but it's a really cool version. Um, and it, much drier. So the, the original one's much more haunting, you mm. know. But and I think the original's better personally. But this still is a good version. One thing I got to say, we 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 kind of touched upon it earlier. Kurt Vanderhoof is an amazing producer. He produces all this stuff for them now. And he gets some really good sounds. I mean, he has some really good guitar tones. Uh, his drums sound, they, they sound modern, but they still sound fresh. They don't sound muddied like some of the new modern stuff sounds. Yes, I'm looking at you, Andy Sneap. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, I, I like the way Kurt records uh, all the instruments and he and he has I mean you know for someone like Metallica who loves to put dry stuff out you know Greg Fiddleman does a good job of, of interpreting what Metallica wants and puts it out um, and Kurt is like right on it I keep saying Kurt it's Kurt Kurt really is right on on, on the pulse of, of production today for me personally so awesome I don't know anyway. I mean I mean I, I, I know we we both kind of get on um uh, andy. andy sneep for some of the stuff he he does but i mean it's it's love hate right i mean i i really appreciate what andy does but at the same time sometimes i'm like man why does all the drums sound the same for every band you know and what's funny is like it didn't start out that way with andy's production because like you know he did the first except uh reunion album blood of the nations and it doesn't sound that way yeah but it's it's gotten more and more to sound very similar nowadays like you know i would say the 2020s yeah uh you know and 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 maybe uh, the 2019 since then around there everything's kind of sound sounded uh, a little muddied but hey you know what andy's doing it and that's all that matters you know and that's the good thing but uh andy's a great guitar player i mean they wouldn't have asked him to fill in for glenn tipton if he wasn't all right so he, and he has yeah. a great idea of how to get good guitar tones because i mean accepts guitar sound is so unique and it's so good and he was able to get that out of them and and, and he's done that with these last four albums that they've put out four or five i think you know and so i i can't take that away from him i just don't like some of his drumming that's about it uh, not drumming but the, the drum recording the way it's recorded yeah yeah so all right, well, that's our big four metal church songs, and that brings to a close this episode of Debating Metal. And if you like what you heard today, you can go back and download all of our old episodes on your favorite podcast platforms. And while you're there, click like, subscribe, or whatever it is that you have to click, and you'll get a new episode from us about every week or so.
And don't forget to leave us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. YouTube viewers, click subscribe and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new episode. So remember to tune in next week as we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya. See ya.